0: Hello, and welcome back to the Urology Care Podcast, the official podcast of the Urology Care Foundation. The topic of this podcast is constipation and urine control. We talk about what is constipation, causes, prevention, how overactive bladder may be connected, and when to see a doctor. Our guest is Dr. Casey Kowalik, a female pelvic medicine urologist at the University of Kansas. Let's get started. Dr. Kowalik, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of the Urology Care Podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Can you please start by introducing yourself to our listeners?
1: Yes, I am Dr. Casey Kowalik. I am a female pelvic medicine urologist at the University of Kansas. I've been here for a little over four years now.
0: Great. Well, we're excited to have you with us today. So how do you think others may benefit from our talk today about constipation and urine control?
1: So when you go to the urologist, you don't really expect to talk about your bowels usually. And so I I think it's really important to be highlighting to our listeners that bowel problems are closely intertwined with bladder issues and constipation is so, so common as are urinary symptoms um, and they often coexist. Um, and so just sort of highlighting what we can do about it and and why um, it can affect
0: the bladder, I think is, is great. Absolutely. So let's start by talking about what is constipation?
1: So constipation is basically difficulty passing stool. So people may have to strain to pass the stool. They're often very hard, maybe even like little tiny hard stool balls. Generally, it's described as having fewer than three bowel movements per week, but people can be constipated and still having a bowel movement every day if they're having to strain and if they're passing really hard stools.
0: Good explanation. Thank you. What are some of the causes of constipation?
1: Gosh, there are so many factors that can cause constipation. The most obvious being a blockage in the colon or rectum. And and honestly, that's probably the least common cause of constipation in America. But of course, if you have a fissure or some kind of stricture scar tissue in your colon or rectum, that may make it harder for the stool to pass. But more commonly, it's problems with the nerves to the bowels. And we can talk about this a little bit later, but the nerves that go to the bowels are actually uh, originate from the same nerves that control the bladder. Um, And so that's one way that both of them are affected by each other. But constipation can also happen if you have problems with your pelvic floor muscles, like if you have really weak pelvic floor muscles, or if you aren't able to relax those muscles when it is time to have a bowel movement. There are dietary reasons why people may be constipated, so not getting enough fiber in your diet or if you're dehydrated, that can make the stool really hard and difficult to pass. And I feel like just about every medication um, has a side effect of constipation potentially. And so if you're on medications, just kind of paying attention to what those side effects may be can be important. And then lastly, just getting little to no physical activity can also predispose somebody to constipation. And so trying to be active can also help you have regular bowel movements.
0: Okay, great. Yeah, I think that the lack of fiber and probably exercise are probably two of the most common causes that people hear about. So it's good to kind of have in the back of people's heads, other, you know, causes to be aware of. So thank you for going through that with constipation and urine control. So there's a condition called overactive bladder Can you talk a little bit about what is that and how that might be related with constipation?
1: Yeah, so OAB or overactive bladder is basically a constellation of urinary symptoms. And so you may be diagnosed with overactive bladder if you have a lot of urinary frequency, like maybe going to the bathroom more than eight times in a day. Um, If you get a strong urge to urinate, like I got to go, I got to go right now. And if you don't make it to the bathroom, you may leak some urine. And that's all part of the complex of overactive bladder. And the way that this is so connected to constipation, I kind of already mentioned, um, it's a lot of the same nerve pathways that control the bladder and the bowels. And so if you have some nerve dysfunction that's affecting the bladder, it's probably also affecting the bowels and and vice versa. Constipation can actually make overactive bladder symptoms worse. So you can imagine in in your pelvis, there's only so much space in there um, and you've got a lot of organs. And so if your rectum or colon is full of stool um, because you're constipated, that leaves less room for your bladder to be able to fill up. And so you may experience frequency or urgency of urination at a point when your bladder is not completely full because the colon full of stool is taking up that space instead. Other ways that they are connected, you know, somebody that has chronic constipation and maybe has been straining for their whole life um, to have a bowel movement that puts a lot of strain on your pelvic floor muscles, which are also integral to, um, to helping control Um, your urination. And then lastly, I kind of mentioned uh, medication side effects as being constipating, but most of the medications that we do prescribe for overactive bladder can have a side effect of constipation. So again, it sometimes feeds into this vicious cycle where you're constipated. That's making your overactive bladder worse, you go to the doctor and you may be prescribed a medication for overactive bladder, which then actually makes your constipation worse. And so it's really important to be mindful of both aspects, whether your constipation bothers you or not. If you have urinary incontinence and you're constipated, that constipation is contributing at least partially to your overactive bladder symptoms.
0: That makes a lot of sense. So how can people prevent constipation? I know, you know, you talked about like with the medication, how it can kind of be this vicious cycle, but just kind of overall, what are some tips that you have for preventing constipation?
1: So I think a lot of the dietary causes for constipation are modifiable. Just making sure that you're drinking plenty of fluids and not dehydrating yourself, making sure that you're eating a diet that's high in fiber. So beans, vegetables, fruits, and trying to limit the amount of low fiber foods. So trying to limit the amount of processed foods or dairy or meat. I mentioned staying active is is another way to help prevent constipation. And then I would say, lastly, just don't ignore the urge to have a bowel movement. I think, you know, a lot of us were super busy and maybe it's not a convenient time to have a bowel movement, but if you get that urge, you should try to make every effort to go um, because holding it in chronically long-term is again, going to damage the pelvic floor muscles.
0: When should people see a doctor about constipation and urine control symptoms? I think if it's
1: interfering with your quality of life, you know, if it's interfering with your ability to work, to socialize with friends, to otherwise enjoy life, then you should certainly see a doctor. But other reasons to see one that may be more concerning, like if you see blood in your stool or blood in your urine, absolutely need to see a doctor. If you're having chronic abdominal pain, it could be from constipation. And so you want to see a doctor for that. Um, Another common symptom of chronic constipation can be bloating. And so that could also be something that would be improved with management of constipation.
0: A lot of great advice, a lot of great information. So do you have any other final thoughts you would like to share on constipation and your control for our listeners?
1: Yeah, try not to ignore the bowels. Um, I know maybe you're going to see a urologist because you're really bothered by your bladder, but the bowels are playing a role. And so whether that means you have to be, you know, on a stool softener or even adding something like Miralax or just increasing your food and You don't always think about it because you're probably limiting your fluids because of your bladder symptoms, but that's actually making constipation worse, which in turn is making your bladder symptoms worse. So it is still important to stay well hydrated, even when you have overactive bladder.
0: Really great advice. Thank you. And Dr. Kowalik, thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. Anytime. And thanks for having me. Patient resources provided through the generous support of Astellis. This podcast has been brought to you by the Urology Care Foundation, powered by trusted experts of the American Urological Association. For more information on today's topic, and for all things urology health, visit urologyhealth.org. That's urologyhealth.org.